Kathleen, what do you think is the scariest part about work? I can go first. So I'm thinking like for some reason, FYI in an email always scares me so bad. I'm like, wait, does this person hate me when I see a big FYI in caps? I don't know what it is, but that's like always my thing. What about you? Like what, what's your like, oh, that's so like scary at work, even though it's really not a big deal. To go along with that, I would say the dot, dot, dot. especially in the email subject line because it's leaving you with suspense and you're like I have no idea what's about to happen Um, also especially during COVID when when the majority of meetings and presentations were virtual I hated giving presentations virtually because if everybody was on mute I just assumed that they didn't like me (laughs) and they weren't interested and it was so hard to tell if people were engaged or not in the presentation totally totally well especially when you open up like the zoom and all the cameras are off. Everyone's on mute. It's like, is anyone out there? Hello. <laughs> my biggest fear too was um, I'd open up Zoom and I had to double check my background was okay. But sometimes with the way my office was set up that it might, I was like, oh, I hope my cat doesn't jump in the background or something during this serious presentation or meeting or <laughs> something like that. A guy at work was talking about the other day he saw on a Zoom that it looked like you could tell like the meeting just started and you can tell like it was like his wife or somebody was talking to him. So they were trying to crawl out of the room, but he didn't realize like everybody could see her crawling out of the room. I'm like, oh, like uh, no judgment. It's, it's, it's part of life now. <laughs> and then going back to in-person just being aware of your body language again, because you only had to work, worry about shoulders up and then oh. being in person and in meetings and just paying attention to all of your maybe habits that you have just sitting there or presenting in front of people, um, having to relearn how to talk to everybody again. Lots, yeah. lots of scary things at work, but that is fun. So if you are new around here, we're talking about scary things because this is the drum roll, the Halloween episode. So this is our third year doing the Working Girl Talk Halloween episode. Welcome. And you may have noticed we have a guest this time. So we have Kathleen Daly with us. Welcome, Kathleen. Thank you. I'm so excited to be back on the show and for this fun episode too. Yeah. Yes. So if you guys remember, Kathleen was actually the very first guest of Working Girl Talk ever. We've come a long way since then. That was over two years ago, I think. So yeah, we've come a long way. And even that interview, now that I think about it, like that was even a scary situation. We were in a public library and <laughs> you know what? We were just making our way. So Kathleen has always been the best because she has always supported the show from the beginning. So I was like, she has to come for our first guest on a Halloween episode. Come back to haunt the show. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So speaking of haunting, let's get into some workplace horror stories. So as usual, we crowdsource from you, the listeners, from the best and deep trenches of Reddit. And we have also a new spicy advice column style section of today's episode too. So we're going to give out some advice. So buckle up, get the spooky vibes going. Here we go. So let's start off with some 
horror stories, Kathleen. Here's the first one. Within the first few weeks at a new job, the office chair I was using broke just as I was standing up to go do something. The chair part separated entirely from the rolling vase. I ended up hitting my head on the wall with a thud and on our lobby floor. Back pain for weeks afterward. Icing on the cake. The boss was more worried about buying a new chair than how my head was doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is definitely, well, one, I wonder if there's a lot of people around or if that was just one of those moments that happened like in your office alone. And you're like, did anybody see that? But also painful too. And then even more painful that your boss has didn't seem to have a lot of sympathy there. And it is funny, like stuff like that. I, it's so it's like, it shouldn't be like embarrassing or feel weird. It's like we all fall or trip or a chair, but like it has like that level of embarrassment. <laughs> so I totally feel for this person, especially if you got hurt too. So sad totally. times. Totally. I had an office once where I had a chair that was, it was definitely a broken chair and one of the armrests, one of them worked and the other one did it, but it would still adjust up and down and I'd forget. So sometimes someone would come in and I'd go to lead on it and it would fall and I would end up. <laughs> Um, just like you just tell that I my body adjusted when the seat went down um, that's always when somebody was walking in and talking to me so I, I think I feel this person a lot I remember at uh, an agency I worked at we had these chairs that it's like the typical office chair where it has like the it's like padded but a plastic like back thing behind the padding and I remember I like leaned back like oh, I like to like stretch or something and I heard a crack and I had cracked it and <laughs> I don't know if I told you, I might've told somebody, I hope I did. I hope good, honest Abby told somebody, but yeah, it was one of those things like it still worked. So nobody has to know. <laughs> I think it's a really fragile chair. If that, <laughs> if you're just stretching. Yeah. yeah uh, they actually ended up getting nice, nice, really nice chairs after. So I might've even started a revolution, but yes, <laughs> chair, chair issues are definitely a thing. So this person is not alone. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Let's move into some haunting job interviews. You know, a weird job interview just stays with you. It haunts you forever. <laughs> That's such a good way to put it. So I'll read this first one. So this person wrote in and said, interviewed at a Disney store years ago. Finally, at the end of the group interview, they asked us who our favorite Disney character was and why. Said Shrek. Got the job. <laughs> that was oh, good. Man. I you know, classic Shrek. He's throwing off people because he's not Disney, but he's still yeah. a beloved character. So yeah, I feel like I didn't realize that. I'm really glad that wasn't <laughs> me that said that. But that's impressive that this person still got the job. So they must have really killed it in the other areas or in the other questions. Yeah. Or maybe the person who's interviewing didn't even know themselves. Or maybe it's just how you say it, not necessarily what you say, the confidence behind it. You know what? That could even be it too. Yeah. Okay. There's the lesson here. Just be confident and you can make your way through anything. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I'll read the next one. So this person said, I got asked during an interview, what Miley Cyrus era would I be? So when I got this, I messaged this person back and I asked what their answer was because I thought that was funny. And she said, I said Hannah Montana era. It seemed like the most wholesome because this was around when Wrecking Ball came out. I honestly don't remember how I explained it, but it was such a random question. That one, I'm so curious. Like, I would love to know more. Like, what was this job for? Because, like, I I feel like it would have to be some sort of creative job to ask that because it's just so random. <laughs> yes, totally. 
Yeah, it has to it has to be something marketing related or something <laughs> to test the personality type of the person that's interviewing. So I don't what, know how to answer that, but I know I was just gonna say, like, what would you say, Kathleen? <laughs> what Miley Cyrus era are you? <laughs> Maybe the Hannah Montana movie <laughs> era. <laughs> when um what was the songs? It was like it's a climb or something like that. And oh, then, the climb. Oh, what climb, yeah, the climb. And then there was another song about butterflies or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, butterfly fly yeah. away. She's saying it with her dad. I do. Yeah, it was that. like a very sweet era. So yes. Okay, yeah. I like that for sure. <laughs> but I think the lesson there is just always be prepared. And at the end of the day, you know, I always have to have my working girl talk learning moment here is you have to see if the job is a good fit for you too. You know, if they're asking you that and it's confusing, eh, maybe they're not a good fit either. So it can kind of be telling both ways. <laughs> totally. That's a good way to tell too. Well, depending on what questions you get, you can tell a lot by the company, by the questions they ask. All right. Number three, I had a phone interview. They asked me what I knew about their company and I told them. Later to realize I mixed them up with another company and what I told them had absolutely nothing to do with what they did. Didn't say that they got the job. So. Right. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> Mysterious ending. <laughs> But I feel so bad because that I could so see that happening, especially if you're applying for jobs, like multiple jobs at once. Definitely. I guess the lesson there is make sure that you're really clear on which company <laughs> that you're talking, talking to in the interview. Yes. And next one says, I went on for two minutes, which is a really long time, about how I have a smile that lights up a room. It didn't end well. Okay, this one is so funny to me because sometimes like I've been in that scenario where you're just rambling about something and you don't know how to end it. And I'm sure it was a question about like, oh, like what's your strength or like, how is it working with you? Like something like that to where you're trying to like best foot forward. And I, yeah, I can see that just going out of control. Totally, but the nerves took over. Totally. But maybe the, I think this person probably does have a smile that lights up the room. So <laughs> yes, so true. Own it. And if you can talk about that for two minutes, yeah. you can probably talk about anything, you know, totally. <laughs> you can have a job in sales. So you never totally, know. totally selling yourself. Next one, the interviewer forgot about me and left me standing outside for three hours. Oh Ooh. man. Yikes. That is rough. And again, maybe that tells you what you need to know as well. Yeah. If they forget about you before you even work there, then when you work there, what's going to happen? <laughs> so. And next one, I walked into the wrong job interview and thought all of the questions being asked to me were just warm up questions or questions to assess how I thought got the job. <laughs> This person really knows how to think on their feet. They're probably not nervous and just being really casual and themselves. And the interviewees were like, wow, this is, I really like this person. They're very authentic. <laughs> totally. Especially if it was like questions that didn't even relate to what you do. It's so out of norm that you probably would think, oh, okay. Like they're just ask, like asking like break the ice type questions. So no pressure. <laughs> Totally. Have you ever had like a weird job interview, like a question or scenario? I think the hardest question I've ever gotten in an interview was to come up with a game um, out on the spot. <laughs> my brain was totally not expecting that because I, I, I tend to be more operations and marketing focused. And I was thinking about the typical questions that people ask you. And then they totally threw me off and they're like, we need you to come up with a game right now. <laughs> that was probably the interview question that haunts me to this day because I was not good at coming up with something on the spot there. Just tried to fake it through. 
Yeah, that is tough. And that's it. They didn't give you like a specific, like a board game or a video game. It was just a game. No, nope. they're like, can you come up with a game right now? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you? I'm trying to think. I feel like probably the most unique question I've been asked was it was like a roll of tape, like name. I think it was like 10 things you can do. Maybe it was like five, but it was like name, like so many things you can do with this tape. And I said some pretty crazy things, but I kind of liked that one. Like it doesn't haunt me in like a bad way because it like made you think on your feet and like you had to get creative. I could use this tape to wax my arm or something. (laughs) Like I can use this tape to, oh, they had a whiteboard, like erase the board, like pull it off the board. So like that one was kind of funny. And then one time in a job interview, they asked me, if I would come in and work for a few weeks just to see if it was a good fit, but like not pay me, like just go and work there for free. <laughs> Basically, I just wanted a free intern or something, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was so weird. It was like, oh, like before, like we take that next step and do that interview, like we want to see like how you are like working. Like, can you come in in like a few days and work? <laughs> That's so interesting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, didn't work out, but (laughs) (laughs) I will say, so I did an interview once um, where I was hiring for a role and I was asking candidates, um, you know, just the, just the basic question when you first start out, like, tell me about yourself. And um, the the person that was interviewing, they're telling me that um, they're like, yeah, I I love long walks on the beach and playing soccer and (laughs) doing all these things that which were good to know about what you like to do in your free time, but had nothing to do with the actual job that we were interviewing for. So it definitely was a really fun experience. Just was not, I was not expecting it. So it probably threw me off more than anything. That is funny. Okay. Good reminder. There is, I think that's such like the best like tip and secret for that question is things that relate back to the job because it can get pretty random because it is very broad. And I think it's probably broad for a reason, but yeah, there's the the hot tip there. <laughs> Definitely. Let's go into our advice column. So ask working girl talk. First one, coworkers that you don't get along with how to help that situation. Kathleen, do you want to kick us off? Any thoughts about if you don't get along with your coworkers? Tough question because it's, you don't get to pick your coworkers always. Um, <laughs> I think the important thing though, is at the end of the day, reminding yourself why you're there and what your purpose is in helping the organization that you're working with. And knowing that the people that are working alongside you are also there for a reason. They may not be your BFF, but it's also important to figure out like what things do you have in common? And what strengths do they have versus what you have and how you can help each other and come at it from a very solution-oriented place versus just like, oh, I don't like this person because they say these certain things or, you know, we just, our personalities just don't rub together or something like that. Um, But keep it more like, how can we work together? And what are the things that everybody brings to the table that will ultimately help us achieve the goal and focus on the positives? I second that. And I think you make such a good point that, you are there, like it is work. You should like where you work. And that is very fulfilling to like love where you work and love the people you work with, but it is still work. So it's not your whole life and you may not be BFFs with everyone, like you said. So, but I think it is important to try to get along with everybody because it makes the whole day more enjoyable. If you're not getting along with people, it's not very, it's not a very happy environment, but 
you just have to like work well together and you may not have the same interests outside of work, which you can't really control. Definitely. I would say, unless it's a very, very toxic situation where it's just, this is not healthy and it's just preventing you from being able to do your work well at all, then there might be other solutions as far as like talking to your supervisor or, you know, if if you, if you have an HR department and they have solutions for that and you want to go a more official route doing that. But for the day-to-day, I would say, try to focus on the positives first and what you can fix um, versus what trying to change the other person or, or trying to just become best friends because you don't have to be in the workplace. Next one, my coworkers love to gossip. I don't want to be rude and say stop, but also don't want to participate. Help. That is a tough one. Maybe just like removing yourself from the situation, not even publicly saying like, I'm leaving, like just removing yourself from that. Yeah, I think so. I think it's important to keep in mind too, that you're associated with the people that are talking about other people. So like on a bigger picture, like, do you want to be tied to that? Even if you're not participating in the conversation necessarily, but you're still engaging in it in some way, or you're maybe you're just agreeing with people's comments, or if you are participating, you'll, you'll be connected to that. And is that what you want reflecting reputation in the workplace? And um, I think it's okay. It, depending on the situation and how comfortable you are, I think it's okay to say something. And even if it's, you know, if they're talking negatively about someone and, you know, maybe mentioning something positive about them or something. I'd rather, personally, I'd rather be known as the person who stuck up for people in the workplace than talk badly about them. Um, but that's just my own personal <laughs> preference. But it is hard though, just depending on what situation you're in and it can be intimidating for sure. Yeah, that is so true. That's so true. Like, wouldn't you rather be known for like the positive than the negative? And then if those people, if they're already talking bad about people in front of you, they're they might be talking bad about you anyway. So you might as well stand up for what's right. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. And, or maybe even just trying to change the subject if depending on the yeah. group dynamics and everything, totally. just to, um, it's easy to talk about the negative things. So if you can try to spin it and bring up something new to talk about, maybe that would change the dynamics. Totally a place to be for sure though, especially if you don't want to be, if you want to get along with everybody, pre, like yes. the prior question but you also don't want to engage in negative environments. Totally. Yeah. So I think that is, I hope that helps, but it's a few different ways to like, to kind of do it, like speak up, change the subject, remove yourself. Like, so a few different ways and yeah, it's tough, totally tough to deal with that one. And that wraps our advice column and our episode. The Friday favorite today is Kathleen being here, joining us on this Halloween episode, because it's so much fun to have you here. And always a supporter of the show, that first guest. Everyone go listen to that episode. It's definitely a throwback to the old production of Working Girl Talk, but still fun. For sure. Thank you so much for having me again. And thanks to everybody who wrote in. And where can everyone keep up with you and everything you're doing, Kathleen? Yeah. So you can follow me on social media. So it's at Discovering Daily. So my last name, D-A-L-Y. And then you can also check out my website, discoveringdaily.com and learn more about me there. Awesome. Okay. Make sure to follow her. It is definitely not scary. It is all fun and happy and inspiring. So thank you so much everyone for joining us on this spooky edition of Working Girl Talk. We hope it was fun and that you look out for the scary parts of work and just have have a little humor about it. Just look for the positive and enjoy it because we all deal with it. So thank you so much and huge thank you to Kathleen. 